Welcome to Skin Care Moxie, the podcast to educate, inform, and empower you to care for and love the skin you're in. Presented by The A Method, the medical-grade skincare brand co-founded by induction therapy CEO Angelia Insko in collaboration with renowned cosmetic dermatologist Dr. Tina Alster. Welcome, listeners. I'm Kelly Fletcher, co-host of Skincare Moxie. This podcast exists to educate, inform, and empower you to take the best possible care of your skin and ultimately love the skin you're in. We're going to dig into the science behind skincare with the real expert, Angelia Insko, co-founder of the A-Method Skincare brand and CEO of Induction Therapies. Angelia, I'm so psyched about our second episode and our very first episode where we begin to uncover the building blocks of a good skincare regimen. Kelly, I'm so excited today because we're going to be talking about something I'm so passionate about. Yes, I know. Today's topic is food for the skin, retinol versus tretinoin. And, you know, this podcast really exists because women, men and women, want a clear solution to their skincare concerns. And at the A Method, your clinical approach to skincare makes building effective regimens simple. And we're going to talk a lot about skincare regimens on this podcast So we want you to feel confident in the brand you choose, and you can't be confident about the brand you choose if you're not educated, right? Correct. So when we were initially talking about this podcast and planning for it, I remember asking you, if I could only use one skincare product for the rest of my life, what would you recommend? And you said... Retinol, because it's like food for your skin. Food for your skin. So I want to make sure our listeners understand your qualifications and why they should listen to you and trust your knowledge On the introductory episode last week, we went into depth about your background and experience. And listeners, if you have not listened to the introductory episode, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it because you'll learn so much more about Angelia's personal background and her story and her journey of entrepreneurship. And I promise it's so worth your time. But if you're just tuning in, Angelia has worked in the medical skincare and device market for nearly three decades. She spent much of that time working with leaders in the international skincare industry, dermatologists and formulators on product development. In 2013, she returned from California to her home state of Kentucky to pursue her entrepreneurial dream and started her own company. We have that in common. Angelia has successfully developed dozens of uniquely formulated medical grade skincare products. Each product contains the most effective ingredients at optimal concentrations. And that's a really big deal. We're going to talk a lot about optimal concentrations on this podcast. Each product is also formulated with scientifically proven ingredients that have an excellent safety profile and are stabilized without sacrificing efficacy. All of her products are free of parabens, fragrance, gluten, and are non-comedogenic, cruelty-free, and vegan. So we've got it all covered there. So in 2018, Angelia launched the A-Method skincare line in partnership with Dr. Tina Alster, a world-renowned cosmetic dermatologist and laser surgeon. And the A-Method brings Angelia's medical-grade skincare formulation directly to consumers, as well as to those in medical spa skincare. Her products have been featured in Elle, Women's Health, The Wall Street Journal, New Beauty, Rachel Ray, Metastetics, Allure. The list goes on and on and on. So I just really wanted everybody to understand the depth and breadth of Angelia's experience. And so now we get to dig into the subject of retinol. Angelia, this is so confusing to me. And I'm somebody who's a product junkie and I love skincare products, but I'm not sure that I've ever really understood exactly what retinol is and why it's so important. 
So retinol is food for your skin. It's what causes your collagen to keep producing or to keep your skin producing collagen. So some people might know it as Retin-A, but that's technically tretinoin, and that's the acid version of retinol. Retinol is much better tolerated by the skin, and there's multiple types of retinol. All retinols are not equal. At A method, we use only all trans retinol, which has the smallest molecular weight. So I definitely want to go into that smallest molecular weight piece of the equation in just a minute, but you always say that Retinol is the golden standard for collagen production. And to keep your skin cells turning over, it keeps your skin plump and rosy and fresh looking like a baby skin. So one of the things I learned when researching for this podcast is that we hear a lot about tretinoin, which is, as you said, the active ingredient in Retin-A. So which is better and why, retinol or tretinoin? For anti-aging collagen production, retinol is a better alternative than tretinoin. Okay, so when... Should you use tretinoin or do you recommend using it at all? So let me tell you a little bit about the difference of the two molecules for you to understand why and when you would use them. Okay. Tretinoin is the acid version of the same molecule that retinol is the alcohol version. So just think acid. When you put that on your skin, what you don't use, it oxidizes. And then you lose the benefit of it. So it kind of goes off like a bomb, if you will, on top of your skin. And that causes irritation, which is great if you have acneic skin. But you don't need that if you're just trying to produce collagen for anti-aging. The best thing to do is find something that you can well tolerate. So earlier we talked about molecular weights. Some people say, well, tretinoin is the gold standard. But all transretinol is actually, the molecular weight is 284. It's a smaller molecular weight than tretinoin, which is 300. And we can microencapsulate it due to it being an alcohol version and slowly deliver it into the skin. So we're getting more of the retinol down to the cellular level for collagen production, which is where it needs to go to get the most bang for your buck. And you use that rocks versus sand analogy when it comes to retinol and molecular weight. Explain what you mean by that. Well, before I do, I'd like to go ahead and talk about two other retinols that are on the market that are not all trans retinol. Now we're talking about the molecules. There's retinol acetate which is a molecular weight of 328, and there's retinol palmitate, which is a molecular weight of 524. Now, for anything to get into your skin, the golden rule is it needs to be a molecular weight of 500 or less. So a lot of what you're seeing on the market is retinols that are a larger molecular weight, and that's why you don't get any irritation. But look at it like if I had a whole bunch of softballs, if you will, and put them in a basket, and then I put sand around it, which is smaller, it's going to penetrate and it's going to fill up all that space. And that's what we're doing when we use all trans retinol. It's smaller. We can get it into the intercellular so we get more collagen production with less irritation. So if there's some products on the market out there with this higher molecular weight, even over 500, then really it's not doing much of anything. No, it's more like moisturizing. And so you're wasting your money. So on the products, though, it does not give you a molecular weight, does it not? It does not give you a molecular weight of the retinol, and a lot of them will not even identify which retinol they're using, and legally they don't have to. They could just put on their retinol, so you don't know. So that's why it's best to go to a medical professional who's dispensing a medical-grade retinol that can tell you what's in there and how much and what strength you need to use. Okay, but we do know that all trans retinol is the best. It is. 
Okay. And is that notated on packaging if it's an all trans retinol or not? A lot of people do not notate it. We do. We put on there that we use all trans retinol. So listeners, one thing that I've been learning as we've been researching and developing this podcast is that the skincare and cosmetic and beauty industry is highly unregulated in this country. There's so much misinformation and confusion out there surrounding these products that we thought, or I thought, I know that I have a lot of friends who would like to have this information because it's not like reading a food label where there's some standardization and we know how to do that now. We're still struggling with, are we getting ripped off when we buy a product? Do we really know what we're buying? Is that worth $100 or not? I want to talk about a retinol product that you formulated in collaboration with cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Tina Alster. It's called Ready Refine. And listeners, you can check it out. It's available for purchase at theamethod.com. Angelia, what makes Ready Refine such an exceptional retinol product? First, it does use all trans retinol. And second, it's a 2%. Most of them you find are a half a percent or a 1%. And even at a 2% level, because of the way that we built it in and it's being delivered into the skin, you don't experience that irritation, but yet you're going to get more collagen production. Okay. And it's all about collagen production. We know that. So the A Method also offers a retinol-based product called TCA retexturing. So I was on the website poking around and I wondered, what does TCA stand for and what does it do? It's trichloroacetic acid and it really works for helping lighten pigmentation, exfoliate the skin. People actually use it as a chemical peel in higher levels. It could be considered a medium depth chemical peel. So it's also helps produce collagen. So how is it different from Ready Refine then? Other than, okay, it's got TCA in it. So does that just mean it's just that much more effective? No, it has TCA and all trans retinol. It has TCA and So it's and a combination and it's, it's a unique combination that no one else has. Okay. So can you use Ready Refine and TCA texturing interchangeably? Is it good to switch your retinol products up periodically? You would not use them at the same time. But you might, like if you had pigmentation, I might suggest that you use the TCA retexturizing product first and then go to Ready Refine. Also, you might, if you're in the summertime, use more of the TCA retexturizing because technically the retinol in there is a lighter amount. It's only a half a percent. And we're working with pigmentation more in the summer. Right. And I read that hyperpigmentation is like one of the top three skin concerns that women have. Maybe, maybe number one, but it's definitely one of mine because as you age you start you're going like is that a freckle is that a brown spot and then you have to worry about the tops of your hands too and so I'm curious because I'm a busy person and I think about sometimes I get overwhelmed with like how many products do I need and what does my skincare regimen need to look like so in a daily skincare routine where does retinol come in the layering process you first you cleanse and then what and then if you happen to be somebody who uses a toner you would go straight to that. If not, you would use your retinol product. Okay, so I hear a lot of conflicting information about toners too. So some people love them, I think, because it makes you feel like you're getting your skin more clean. But do you really need a toner? If your skin is good and clean and you're not just using it as a rinsing item, you don't really need it unless you have acneic oily skin. Then it keeps some of the bacteria at bay and the breakouts and minimize that and the oil. Okay, But for anti-aging, not so much. Not necessary. Not necessary. Okay. So there are different strengths of retinol. I want to understand that. I I looked at mine this morning and I use 0.5%. So I'm on the the lowest end of the spectrum. 
but I've got pretty sensitive skin. So what are the different strengths and how do you know which one to choose for your skin? So you would always choose the lowest strength starting out if you've never used retinol or tretinoin. If you've already used one, you'd start where you are. And then after you go through the first bottle, go to the next strength. The typical strengths on the market is 0.05 and 1%. At the A method in Ready Refine, we offer a 2%. Can you get Ready Refine in all three strengths? So 0.5, 1% is it all 2%? 2%. Okay. So that's some really potent stuff. So how often would I use Ready Refine or TCA texturing? Is that once or twice per day? Once a day at night. Okay. Well, that's not bad. I can do that once a day at night. So I think one of the big things that contributes to market confusion is the pricing of skincare products. And we've talked about how unregulated this industry is. And so it's hard to know what you're buying. And you've got these big box stores that maybe has a product with retinol in it, like you said, it with a molecular weight of over 500, that it isn't even really penetrating your skin, but you think you're getting a great deal. So why do quality skincare products cost so much more? Are they really worth the spend? Yes. Because first of all, we're using more active ingredient. That's why we get results. You know, it's like buying an over-counter medication to a prescription medication. The best way to know that you're getting what your skin needs is to go to a medical doctor's office where they have the experience and they're using medical grade skincare. Okay. Or order it from a method if you absolutely because you have said it's okay if listeners email you directly and you will help them figure out what the right products are for their skin I absolutely will okay and we're going to give you her email address and everything at the end of the podcast so stay tuned for that because you don't get that kind of complimentary consult that often so if you can't get to your dermatologist you can just directly email angelia so Obviously, retinol is going to cause some peeling because it's stimulating cellular turnover. And that's what we want because cellular turnover means more collagen and that fresh, plump, baby, rosy skin. But one of the biggest complaints I hear from people using retinol is about the peeling. So if it just gets to be more than you can handle and you're over it, what do you do? Well, first of all, you might look at maybe you're not on the right retinol. Maybe you're on too strong a retinol, but you can also always take and make mix it half and half with your moisturizer and that's going to cut the strength of it down and make it weaker so it's not as irritable and it's going to change the molecular weight of it a little bit because your moisturizer is not doesn't have that low of molecular weight so it would keep it from being as irritating but it still allow you to use it the right. main thing is don't stop using it it is food for your skin okay so it's better to use less and reduce the peeling if it's bothering you than to quit altogether absolutely okay it's kind of like going to the gym if you go lift weights and you get sore, maybe you just cut back a little bit. But if you stop doing it, you're going to lose all the benefit. True. No pain, yeah. no gain. No pain, no gain. It's like they say. <laughs> That's true. So we're going into the summer months where I know for me, it's really easy to slack off on my skincare routine. I'm out in the sun more. And when you get a little sun on your face, I don't know about our listeners, but I tend to think I look better. So I'm not as committed to sticking to my skincare regimen. It's very important to be careful when using retinol products in the sun, right? Can you get any sun at all when you're on retinol? How do we continue to use it and stay safe in the sun? Well, if you're using a retinol and it is not irritating your skin and you're not all peeled back and irritated, you're safe to be in the sun. Okay. Okay. Not, but you should have on a sunscreen, obviously, an SPF 30 or higher, and it should be zinc or titanium 
only as the active sunscreen. Okay, so if you're looking at the ingredients on the back of the sunscreen, what should we be looking for? Zinc or titanium is one of the first three ingredients? No, on a sunscreen, they have an active ingredient box, and that's where you want to look. In that active ingredient box, you only want to see titanium or zinc. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, it's, it's an FDA-required box. That's an FDA-required box. Okay, so one of those women who's always in a hurry, and sometimes I'm not consistent. We've talked about that. And it's really important to remain consistent. Do you have any tips on what to do to just stay motivated to stick with your skincare regimen? Well, keep it simple. I think some people try to take on too much. There's a lot of salespeople that'll try to sell them too much. And the best thing to do is to get in a nice, comfortable, easy regimen. And then if you see your skin needs to add something, then do that. It's like when you go to the gym, you're not going to go hop on the treadmill the elliptical climber, do all the arm weights and all the leg weights. You're probably going to start out with maybe a weight or two and a treadmill. And a gradually, you might start to add the others. Because if not, you just kind of fall off the wagon. Right. Okay. That's a great way to look at it. And that leads me to my next question, which is, if I can only commit to three products, if I was going to be stranded on an island for the rest of my life, and I could only have three products, what three products would you recommend and why? Okay, so we can have three products over and above a cleanser, correct? Cleanser doesn't count as one of my three. Okay, okay. I'll give you four. Okay. Cleanser doesn't count. Because <laughs> you got to use soap and water anyway. Yeah, at least something, exactly. but hopefully you're using a, a nice cleanser. So I would use an antioxidant serum in the morning with a sunscreen over it. And there's many antioxidant serums. Dr. Alster prefers vitamin C. A lot of your top derms and plastics prefer vitamin C. It also helps stimulate collagen and it protects you from the sun as well. And at night, I would use a retinol. Wash, retinol. Boom. Okay. So, Angelia, I want to recap on the three main things to know about retinol and tretinoin. Number one, retinol is better for anti-aging. You really only need tretinoin if you have acne problems. So, that's number one. You want to use an all-trans retinol because... All trans retinols have the lower molecular weight, which is going to get into your skin and penetrate the surface and get into your pores better, right? Yes. And then number three would be to start out at a lower strength and work your way up. And if you start having peeling and it's bothering you, cut it a little with moisturizer or go back to a lower strength and work your way back up. Correct. Okay, I got it. That's what we learned today about retinol. You passed, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I passed my own quiz. So... Each week on the podcast, I want to ask you what add-on product you're most excited about right now. So what is it this week? The SPF powders. So we offer them in seven different shades, plus a clear, which the clear is an SPF 50, and it is clear on all Fitzpatrick skin types. So any skin shade can use it. And it's also water resistant. It's reef safe, as you mentioned. It won one of the top 11 on Trip Savvy of reef safe sunscreens. So those are... For the time of year that we have coming up, those are a must. Well, it's one of my favorite products. I love it. It's a powder sunscreen and it has a pop-up brush. So you brush it on and it's easy to put in your purse or keep in your car. I keep one in the car to put on my hands and then now on my decollete because as I'm aging, I'm worrying more about the skin looking old on my neck and decollete too. But it's called Protection Powder Sunscreen. And yes, congratulations are in order. You just won one of the 11 best reef safe sunscreens by tripsavvy.com. So I couldn't live without it. So listeners, you can purchase it on the amethod.com. It is an amazing product, hands down the best sunscreen out there. So 
That wraps up our first full episode, Retinol versus Tretinoin. I've learned so much. I hope our listeners have learned a lot. I'm so excited, Kelly. I know. We have so much good content coming up. Next week, we're going to talk about clean skincare. Our episode next week is called The Dirty Truth About Clean Skincare. So can't wait to pick your brain on that topic. We want to let you know that if you go to theamethod.com and subscribe to the Skincare Moxie podcast, that you will get a 20% off one-time use discount code off of your first order at theamethod.com. Don't forget to follow the Skincare Moxie podcast in social media by following the A Method on Facebook and the A Method at the A Method on Instagram. Also, you can follow the hashtag Skincare Moxie and Moxie is spelled M-O-X-I-E. If you go to the website and subscribe to the podcast, you will get an email with a discount code for 20% off your entire first purchase. And if you're not sure what skincare regimen to get on, Angelia has generously agreed to take your emails and help you figure it out and recommend products. So Angelia, where can people reach you? Angelia at theamethod.com. Great. And Angelia is spelled just like it sounds, A-N-G-E-L-I-A at the amethod.com. Special thanks to our sound engineer, Chris Hill of Knoxville-based HumblePod at HumblePod.com. Thanks, everyone. Until next time. <laughs>